Welcome to Mommy Heal Thyself. We feature guests who provide you with the tools, resources, and strategies you need to say no to a life of pain and suffering from all forms of preventable disease, toxic drugs, and unnecessary surgeries. We hope to inspire you to boldly reclaim your ability to heal and to serve the ones you love. Hello, my lovely sisters. Welcome once again to another episode of Mommy Heal Thyself. And I am here with a beautiful goddess, Yamaya Indira. And she is phenomenal because she is an empowerment mentor, longtime community visionary, soulful embodiment birthing specialist. She's also a grief priestess and somatic trauma healing body work teacher. Yamaya's purpose is to help humanity to align in freedom and in protection of the earth's beauty. She's an intuitive kinesthetic empath with over 30 years of practice and expertise in the healing arts, somatic therapy using the Rosen method and trauma release works, Eastern and Western spirituality, community development and performing arts. Her latest continuing education credentials are with the NARM Institute, Neuroaffective Relational Model for CPTSD Recovery as a NARM-informed professional. Now, today, we're going to be discussing trauma-informed life mentoring and how to transform trauma to freedom using somatic therapy. Thank you so much, Yamaya, for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And I, I love this description. I'm like, who's that woman? I want to meet her. <laughs> thank you, Michelle. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for joining us because this is so, so critical. I would love for you to begin by telling us a little bit more about the problem that you help women to solve. Yeah. So I, I really, um, I help, I'm not saying women anymore. I'm seeing powerful sensitives. And these are two words I put together lately because I feel that a lot of us are powerful sensitives at different ends of the spectrum of that. And sometimes that means that um, we are deeply empathic, which is quality a lot of women walk their lives with. Or sometimes we have taken refuge in the mind, and I, I'll go deeper into that, but really to help us recover from complex PTSD so that we can really thrive and share our gift with the world. Um, I want to say that it has been my path. You know, I, I, it's not something that I studied because I thought, oh, wow, that'd be really great to help people with that. No, it's like, oh, darn. I have major complex PTSD and childhood trauma. And the only way I'm going to live the life that I want is if I really go and dive into this. Hmm. So I started really early on and my hands and, you know, and brain and heart into all the possibility of, you know, schooling that I could put my hands on and was guided toward so that I could really recover and be a, a normal functional human. Really? <laughs> so a little, tell us so, a little bit more about that in terms of what is it that brought you to this path and, and when were you aware that you needed to do something different to deal with that 
energetic past? Yeah, I would say it was really in my early 20s. Um, I was living in San Francisco at the time and I had difficulties with my, in my relationship with men specifically, mm-hmm. um, in my intimate relationships. And a lot of anger was coming up and I wasn't sure exactly how to address it. So at some point I decided to, you know, go into a Zen center, monastery, and I became a monk for a couple of years because I really wanted to look at what was going on there. Um, I had a very uh, violent father that took me away from my mother when I was five years old. So, you know, there was some abandonment issues in my system. There was some some violence, some witnessing of violence, and then later on some violence on my my physical being as a teenager. Um, And so the way that was translating and the way I'm seeing, you know, people coming to me, the symptoms would be um, some, you know, a lot of depression, which often we can link to some anger that hasn't had the chance to be expressed, you know, some fire that needs to be able to be moved out of the body Um, or um, like lack of focus, an ability to be present a lot of irritation, a lot of aggressivity, um, or just a sense of being, um, you know, having a lack of purpose. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of different ways we cope. We have tons of amazing, actually, <laughs> coping mechanism that um, allow us to survive the challenges of our upbringing. So the work that I offer people with the Somati is to dismantle all this protective system that does not serve us anymore as, as adults. You know, it's actually, our, it's, they are in the way of our authenticity. They are in the way of our expression, our ability to really be in purpose. Does that make sense? Yeah. So... I think this then puts a little bit of layers because since we have developed all of these coping mechanisms, we don't necessarily see the problem because it's being masked by all of these coping mechanisms. So what are some of the coping mechanisms, strategies that women sometimes have absorbed that are really covering up the real problem. Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, <clears throat> you know, anything that's that's looking like an addiction. So it could be an addiction to food. You know, food is really great as um, you know, keeping things inside, right? We're just piling things on top of the feelings. Um, we're finding nurturing in in some things that is beyond ourselves or beyond our relationship. It could be smoking cigarettes, right? It's like the smoke numbs the heart. It could be smoking other things, you know, that bring us into an elated uh, place of well-being, but covers or hinder our emotional growth. Hmm. It could be being a workaholic, like anything that is keeping you from being in stillness with yourself and finding, you know, your true feelings. Um, It could be, you know, social media addiction. It could be um, taking care of everybody, which I think is a lot of the the woman that you address, you know, like being like the caretaker, you know, and then suddenly one day you find yourself having no one else to care for and you're lost. 
you know, because really it's time for you to take care of yourself, but you don't know exactly how to do that because you've always been taking care of what's outside. Hmm? Yeah. yeah and, and you bring up a good point that sometimes we use that strategy of taking care of others to give us an excuse for not dealing with the painful past, for not dealing with the emptiness mm-hmm. that we feel, for not dealing with the sense of not having a purpose other than being a caretaker. Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. And then sometimes you see people like you know, like being really in control. Like, you know, I remember having um, a client. Um, she was this amazing manager. Oh, my God. She could manage anything, you know, like, you know, corporate world, you know, like everything was perfect in place. But what she was really craving was to be an artist. She really wanted to create art. But she had put this, you know, this control mechanism because she had been assaulted in the past, you know, age and you know completely taken by surprise and and you know that had a terrible terrible accident you know at that time um broken neck and everything but you know so that was her coping mechanisms like to make sure that nothing was going to take her by surprise anymore you know so all these they're, they're beautiful mechanism that you know i feel like we have in place but it's very difficult to be able to dismantle them by ourselves <clears throat> Excuse me, you know, and th- and that's why, you know, f- I mean, for me to find my my path, which actually one of the major, um, you know, support I got for this path was the Rosen method, body work, which is somatic, <clears throat> um, you know, and that really started me in my recovery and what I call unwinding, you know, everything inside of me through the muscle system. Hmm. mechanism like we use our muscle system right mm-hmm. we um contract our shoulders we protect our hearts with them you know often our left shoulder coming forward to protect the heart or we um you know bring the chest forward and tell the world that nothing can you know use you know nothing can you know hurt us anymore we arch our lower back in defiance or we bring our tailbone toward the front so that we're in compliance and we're you know we're acquiescing with every so that there is no danger you know we don't you know threaten anyone so there's all these incredible you know mechanism in the body that needs to be understood and unwound so that we can find the authenticity of the person and the authenticity of our life path. So now what is, or should I say, what are some of the common mistakes that women make when they decide that they're going to start to deal with these issues, the trauma of the past? I think, you know, so we're usually trying to get away. And I think we often, as women specifically, blame ourselves. You know, there's like, there's the shame factor. There's the blame factor. And, you know, and it's easy to turn that into a lack of self-love. Right? So, you know, I mean, like, if, if we are... Um, running for something that's going to help us cope like shopping addiction you know like anything that's taking us away you know from from the center 
pretty much. You know, I, I think that's that's the mistake. And then it's like, oh, I must have done something wrong. You know, or, or there's something wrong with me. Therefore, I don't deserve to be free. Mm. I don't deserve to be empowered. <clears throat> and, you know, it makes a lot of sense for us to, to go there. You know, like it, it is really, uh, and especially if things happen in childhood, you know, the, the child, especially early childhood, childhood thinks that you know the the world is resolve revolve yeah revolve <laughs> the the child the child think that's the world revolved around him or her and and that is normal that's part of the human development right mm-hmm. um therefore if something terrible re- and tragic happened during that early childhood you know the child mechanism will be like oh i i'm the cause of this mm. then must be something wrong with me you know parents are divorcing or name it so that is the most difficult you know place to um to unwind is like you know like how do you let go of that you know inner criticism and fulfill that place with incredible infinite self-love so what is the number one tip that you would give women then when they're dealing with this? Well, you know, I think trusting is a big one. So being able to release into what I call the oceanic wave of feeling. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things that are in the way of that, you know, as we go like, oh my God, if to this pool of feeling, I'm going to drown. There is so much grief, maybe, you know, I'm not going to make it. And sometimes people are in complete fear. Hmm. You know, they, they think they're just going to die. You know, there's so much pain there. And um, so I want to encourage women to trust that this, there is a building, there is a mechanism as well, you know, very similar to the one that was coping. There is one that's, that's, going to help you move through this wave of feeling you know and it's it's like the surfers you know when there's a big wave coming you don't want to fight against it you want to dive in it and let go and and trust that you're going to be brought to a safe shore so very like you know like in other words like the most simplest tip I, i would suggest today is when you have time you know, when you're feeling perhaps uh, a disconnection with yourself, you know, and you're, you're feeling like, like the syndrome, like I call it the, the little girl wearing a small, tight, wet dress on, you know, when nothing feels right, nothing feels right. Or perhaps there is so much grief and you have no idea what to do with it. Just put yourself in a safe space. You know, if you have the chance to be able to connect with nature, nature is always, you know, the arm of the mother, you know, are always there to support you. And just put a hand on your, on your belly and your solar plexus. Maybe your left hand is down on your belly and your solar plexus. And one hand is on your heart. And just being with you, closing your eyes and taking some deep, slow breath. And just telling yourself, and you might even say the word out loud, I got you. Hmm. I got you, honey. I got you. I am there because you're talking to your inner child. Mm. I am here for you. 
Maybe there is no one else, but I am here for you. So there is a whole reparenting work that needs to happen from your own grown-up adult to your inner child. And just those simple words, I got you, I'm with you, I'm here, I got you. You know, and that gentle touch of your hands on the front of your body, mm. you know, then you can really drop into a softness and start trusting your oceanic wave of feeling. Mm. That'd be helpful. That is beautiful. And, you know, that is one of the things that I keep emphasizing to our women, which is that you are divinely, or should I say, we are divinely designed as healers. There is a innate programming within us to heal. So it's not that we have to look at these external things to quote unquote fix us because we're constantly self-repairing. That is the that is the innate desire that every aspect of our being has to self-repair and to heal. So I love that exactly. you're, you're emphasizing that in terms of being able to trust, to trust that this is the program that is operating in the background. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. So now, you know, go ahead. Oh, I'm thinking that, you know, like, like if people don't have the means, you know, to, to go and work with a somatic therapist, you know, there is always the means of reaching out to sisters, you know, and come into women's circles and hold space for each other. You know, like one, you know, like just like four or five sisters and then, you know, taking turn, one goes in the center and is being held, you know, gently, you know, I got you, babe, I got you. And that is so healing. Mm, wow. So now what concept or book or program or person or experience has been most impactful on your own personal journey and experience? Mm. Well, definitely, you know, as I said, the, the Rosen method, which is R-O-S-E-N method, uh, was life changing for me. It was created by a woman called Marion Rosen. And she was a somatic um, therapist pioneer. You know, she passed a few years ago at the nice age of 95. And she was still, you know, scheduled to teach that month, which is fabulous. You know, she, she, she taught her entire life. Um, so people can look that up. You know, there are different centers, you know, in different places of the world. Um, lately, I've really um, enjoyed the NARM, the, the neuroaffective uh, relational model. It's, it's a little bit more complex you know, using more psychological um, tools, but there is a book from the creator. Uh, his name is Dr. Lawrence Heller, H-E-L-L-E-R. And he has a, you know, healing developmental trauma book that people could um, go into if, they're, if they love this kind of, uh, you know, in-depth um, work. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there is another thing that really helps me that I like, you know, when you've done a lot of emotional release work, mm -hmm. then I feel like it's also important to train your mind to have the discipline to not fall back into the trauma. Ah. And for that piece, you know, so when you've been 
to dismantle, you know, and that you're more like in a very vulnerable open space. I invite people to perhaps look at YouTube videos from Abraham Hicks, if you know those, those you know, this woman, um, um, Esther Hicks, that um, channel the entities of Abraham that are very loving entities that are helping humans to keep their minds into a state of discipline so that you don't always make the same, you know, like if you don't live down that hole, you know, and you really know your emotions, it's important to know them, then maybe you don't want to spend your life there, right? So you need to catch yourself when you're falling into that cycle, going like, oh, I'm, not, I'm going to make another choice today. Mm -hmm. I'm going to decide to stay, you know, and raise my vibration <clears throat> into something more light mm -hmm. and see what happens and create a new reality for myself. So there's a lot of beauties in those, in those particular teaching. I've, I've been enjoying... Um, and then, you know, dance is a huge one, you know, um, like dancing, moving energy out of the body. You know, there's the, like the five rhythms mm -hmm. from uh, a beautiful pioneer, Gabriel Roth, who left us a few years back. Um, you know, there's ecstatic dances that are happening all over the world these days. And so moving, you know, expressing through mm -hmm. the body is huge. Um, and the YouTube channel, people can also check it. And um, if it's okay for me to share the, the, the name, it's, it's the embrace uh -huh. dot life. Uh -huh. And people you know, look at, you know, tubes on my, you know, Instagram and things like that. Nice. Yeah. So do you have um, a valuable free resource that I can direct the women to? Yeah, I would say, you know, like the YouTube channel is, you know, I'm not, um, I'm not like a daily poster <laughs> on that, but um, yeah, there's so much on YouTube, you know, it's, a, and, you know, I don't advocate for whatever, you know, whoever is running the channel, but there are a lot of beautiful uh, growth uh, oriented um, people, you know, that are offering um, different things. Um, I'm actually just rebuilding my um my website right now and we're going to have a, a class actually a um a master class which i call the powerful sensitives mm -hmm. um you know that's going to be a resource that people can can watch to wow. see where they are in the spectrum are they are they the sponge or are they the heady ones that doesn't, doesn't drop in the feelings you know and how do we find a happy medium you know to navigate life um mm -hmm. you know in a way that that makes our hearts happy and the people around us happy, but you know, most of all ourselves. <laughs> Let's not forget about ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what is the one question that I should have asked you that would help women to create lives filled with power, passion, prosperity, purpose, and peace? Well, okay, maybe I'll go into why is this important to do this work right now? Mm -hmm. And why, you know, why do I want to light a fire under everybody's butt? <laughs> it's good language, good you know. Um, <laughs> you know, because it's beyond ourselves. You know, we are at a time, and at least in my circles here, you know, more on the West Coast and, you know, in Hawaii and, and even in Europe, you know, it's like, you know, the patriarchal world is dying. Okay, so we need to rise up. 
and bring the deeper feminine aspects of life and of this planet, you know, to be so active that people can find the resources and the empowerment and the abundance there is when you're walking in a deep feminine life path. Mm. And the deep feminine life path comes with owning our feelings, riding the waves, the oceanic wave of feeling, and bringing that compassion into the world, bringing that compassion to the masculine. I have an incredible amount of men reaching out for healing these days. I've worked with men my entire life, but like right now, the masculine is craving something that we can pass on mm -hmm. to them, mm -hmm. right? It's like teaching them the way to feel, teaching them the way to trust in the beauty of the earth. You know, once you touch the beauty of the earth, the, the, the beauty of, of the children, you're going to want to stop destroying it, hmm. right? But you have to be able to let the beauty touch you, therefore to be able to open your heart, to be able to want to defend it and protect it. So we need to wake up in ourselves so we can have the masculine in the outer world in the masculine body or in the inner world because we all have those two energies and be the protector right be the protector for the softness of the feminine for the beauty of the earth for the beauty of the children mm. and that's why it's important for one of us to be willing to do our work right now you know you, you bring up such an important point that i share over and over with the women in our podcast, which is the importance of us reawakening the woman within us. There's so much in our world that has, I believe, pulled us away from that beautiful divine feminine power where we have um, taken on the persona of the masculine. And in doing so, not only have we discredited our needs, but we've also discredited the needs of our family. Our men need us to be women. Our men need us to be the womb, the safe space that they can go to, that they can just be enveloped within and feel that warmth and that comfort and that knowing that in a way of speaking, as you said, we become the protectors for that softness in our men. We become the protectors yeah. for that um, innocence in our children, but only when we are reconnected or reaffirming that femininity within ourselves. And that's why it's so important for us, as you said, to just let go into the oceanic waves, into the watery principle, and to allow ourselves to trust and to release and to not feel that we always have to be wielding the staff of control you know that's a very masculine type of of energy where you feel you have to control and dominate you know whereas the feminine principle is like release and trust so i thank you so much for bringing that to the forefront absolutely powerful message for us thank you michelle and thank you for you know running that message into your community yeah we are so in alignment around that beautifully and articulated you absolutely well thank you so much yamaya and thank you ladies for being with us today for mommy heal thyself and i look forward to seeing you next time 
Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Mommy Heal Thyself. If you like what we're doing here, please share, subscribe, like us, and leave a comment. Your feedback is very much appreciated.